Hey, this is Dwayne Larson, and welcome to It's a Music Thing, a podcast about, well, you guessed it, music. Each week, I'll try to bring you new stories from artists and other people in the music industry. I want to make this podcast one of your go-to music podcasts. There are a few ways you can help me make this happen. Go subscribe on iTunes, and if you feel so inclined, rate us. Also, tell your friends about It's a Music Thing. Nothing like word-of-mouth advertising. That goes a long, long way. Also, check out and follow our social media pages. It's a Music Thing MB on Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, it's It's a Music Thing. The website is It's a Music Thing.com. Also, if you f- want to, drop me a line at It's a Music Thing mb at gmail.ca if you have a show idea or would like to be interviewed or heck maybe you even know someone that wants to be interviewed all right enough of my droning on and on let's get on with the show and welcome back to It's a Music Thing, the podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Larson. I hope everyone had a good holiday season, a good New Year's Eve. Uh, You know, it's 2021. So I figured, why not kick this year off uh, with, you know, with a bang? Sure, that's we'll call it that, with a bang. Um, And on today's show, I'm very excited. I got a chance to talk to all three of the folks from EFLO. If you haven't heard of EFLO, you know, again, that's cool. That's why you're here learn learn about new new bands learn about new folks uh but they were formerly called sc mira uh we talk about you know the the divergence away from sc mira into what is now eflo and how that kind of you know differentiates from you know from sc mira to eflo uh we also talk about you know we break down the band we break them you know what are the roles within the band how they songwrite all that kind of good stuff I'm not going to get too much into it because, you know, I want you to listen to the podcast. Also, big, huge thank you. Uh, It's a Music Thing is part of the WPG Magazine podcast network. And if you don't know what, you know, if you don't know what that is, go check it out at the WPG.ca. It's a really great um, culmination of artists and uh, writers and YouTube uh, folks and content. And there's just, there's so much over there. And go check it out. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully this coming year, 2021, they will really get cracking on events because, you know, we kind of, there wasn't anything going on in 2020, really. So hopefully 2021, the WPG.ca is y- your place to find out where, where things are happening. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about them. They're great, great folks over there. Uh, check it out. And yeah, here is my conversation with SC Mira. Or Essie Mira. Come on. I just about got through that. Here is my conversation with Eflo, formerly Essie Mira. All right. I guess uh, first and foremost, who am I talking to today? We need a kind of order here. Uh, I am Mario Legacy of the band Eflo. I'm Sadie. <laughs> um, I'm Caro, and I play keys in the band. And something I always like to ask all my guests, kind of the first question right out of the gate, and I've never done this with three people, so it'll be very interesting because someone will get to answer first, and then the other two will get a chance to think about this question. <laughs> um, and like the, the first question out of the gate is always, what is your first memory of hearing music outside of like a nursery rhyme or a lullaby that really captured your attention? Oh, I literally know the answer to this. Okay, then you're, um, you're first up. You know that song? It's like, if you want to buy me flowers. Oh, hell yeah. Go ahead now. <laughs> I, was li- I was sitting in my dad's car. We were driving, and I heard that song, and I went, so, like, these are, <laughs> these are all instruments? And my dad's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, like, someone played all the instruments on this song? And my dad was like, yes. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... Take that for what it is. The <laughs> <laughs> cool song. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know if mine is like a specific, like super specific memory, but um, I remember trying to describe a song to my parents one time because it was, it was just some music they used to play in the car. And I was like, Dad, can you play the song that reminds me of a rainbow, please? 
understanding of the song I thought was like universal. Everybody would know what I was talking about, but that was so funny. That's like my, my most specific memory of that. I have a specific one. I was uh, driving with my parents to my uncle's house and Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin came on the radio. And I asked my dad, what's this? And he said, Led Zeppelin, son. And my life was forever changed. Well, that's a way cooler song than my song. <laughs> Although, other than that, I remember, um, fly like a bird, I want to fly away. I loved that song. <laughs> yes. I jammed to that every time it was on the radio. Hey, the song that I mentioned, I forget what it's called, but there's like a really, really like funny drum fill in it. And yeah, I think that's like what caught me. I was like, wow, I just like pictured like the band. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> The, th- the song you're thinking of is Two Princes by Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors! <laughs> that was yeah. one one of my first CDs ever. I, cool. I, I don't want to name the first two because they're completely polarizing and very... One of them's a little bit embarrassing, but not really because I still... Whenever he comes on, it's, it's, it's a fucking jam and I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> no judgments here. It's... Uh, <laughs> The first two CDs I ever bought on my own or ever owned were uh, Brooks and Dunn. Nice. The one with Boot Scoot and Boogie on it. I don't know what it's, yeah. the CD is actually <laughs> oh called. Oh, my God. And then the second one was Snow, 12 Inches of Snow. Nice. <laughs> and, Classic. Oh, yeah. It's completely – and, I mean, I, I'm still kind of proud to this day because I'm – I like to think I'm pretty musically diverse. So I guess that's where it started, sort of. There you go. And so for anybody that doesn't know you, um, how did you guys kind of come to be EFLO? Ooh, it's been a long journey. (laughs) Trials and tribulations. (laughs) Um, Like, so I don't even know how many years ago, like, we started. I don't even know how to, like, dial this back, but. I started doing like little like local shows just by myself and then kind of like built a band up and was like, okay, like I want to be in a band. I don't want to do anything like solo. And then basically like session players were coming in and out. Mario, you came in as a session player. And then we did like a tour together and like formally I was like, let's be in a bond. And you were like, cool. Hell yeah. And then Carolyn auditioned when we decided, like, we, we were like, okay, we, like, officially want keys in the band. So we auditioned a bunch of people. Clearly, she was better than all of them. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we love her. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, Carolyn, like, officially, like, auditioned. But Mario, you were just kind of, like, integrated. Like, it was just, like, gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then we had some drummers come and go, and then yeah, basically in the last year, two years, we just like locked in like the three of us, and mm-hmm. no one shall ever enter our band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the three of us, or the three best friends. Anyways, I drank seven espressos today. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so that first tour um, that you that Mario came along with after being kind of the session player was that the 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 cementing thing that kind of brought him into the band. Uh, sorry, I don't know. It seemed to be like I, I feel like they just kind of got along with me, and I got along with them, and I always liked the music, and it was nice. They they asked me at a Mexican restaurant, and mm-hmm. there is a beautiful waiter. <laughs> and I remember the, that. And then our band got broken into. Literally, oh, no. our van got robbed. We're like, let's go for a nice dinner and like formally invite Mario into the band. And then we did. It was like a lovely moment. And we walked back to the van and the windows were smashed. And we we're like, welcome to the band. Oh. <laughs> and where, what city was that in? Uh, you're in Gastown in Vancouver. Oh. Yeah. 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 It happened there. And so when, because like, how I'm always interested in this and it always, it, it always starts somewhere different with every band or every person, but how does the, the songwriting break down between the three of you, since you, you three are the, the, the core of Eflo. What, how, like, does someone bring in something and then the other two pick it apart or. 
Well, we have a couple different processes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sadie often brings us songs that are like more or less completed or they're a verse and a chorus and we hash them out. Like we, we always get together at my studio and I have a, um, like I, I make little demos on my computer and whatnot. And sometimes I'll make a demo and I'll bring it to the band and they'll, and we'll, and Sadie always does the lyrics and melody and everything like that. Cause that's what she's great at. And Carol always comes in. We like work together on what we're going to add for instrumentation and, the chords we're going to play and all that kind of stuff. And is it, is, is it ever tough like to, to bring stuff in? And I mean, obviously you're all friends and you all get along, but are you ever scared to like bring something in? Cause you're, you're not too sure of where it's going to go. I don't think there, I have that fear. Cause literally Mario, like, especially with quarantine, we've been, like, I would say we've been writing a lot with, like, you'll send a track, and then we'll kind of, like, go based off of your track. And so I wrote some top line the other night. I got into some line. I smoked a little. I sent some top line. And in my head, I was like, this is actually, like, kind of trash. But I don't, I like, I'm not afraid to send ideas. I don't know. And then you reply, and you're like, oh, I actually love this. We should work on it. I'm like, oh, okay, dope. <laughs> but I don't think there's that fear because I don't, like, I don't know that we've ever, like, something's been brought in that's like, oh, we're trashing this. Like, there's always something workable within any idea or, like, track or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's, like, a... any anxiety, I guess, around mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Since it's been the three of us, there's been, like, no problems with that, really. Like, there's mm-hmm. we all get along and, like, write pretty well together, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's easy to lock in, definitely. Um... And, like... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and like when I do send something, I expect it to get changed a bunch just because that's how it is. And like when I'm writing on my own, I'm writing on my own. But when I'm writing with the three of us, it's going to change. Yeah. yeah. That's how I expect it. It's nice. It is cool. That's kind of part of the fun. And I think what's like really great is that. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, um, I was going to say, I feel like we become less and less attached to having the same genres. So. Someone will like Mary will send track and he's like, This is like almost like a country tune or like this is a super heavy, grimy one and we always find a way to to make any kind of vibe work. I find that we're not we're not overly attached to like, okay, we're we're doing like electropop or whatever. Um and I think that's like a good strength to have, um, because we all have different tastes and influences. So um, that is part of what makes it easy. To work together and i also think like no matter what like the original influence maybe is like how if you send something and you're like this is kind of maybe a bit country once we all touch it it always like spits out the other side as like an <laughs> so there is some kind of like magic in that of like even yeah with like bringing in different genres once we all kind of like dig into it and it comes out the other side it's gonna be like our song you know what i mean so and th- that's something I, ac- I actually wanted to touch on was um, for influences, because I mean, influences change throughout time. And it's like, I-, I love, I love the face making right now. I'm, I'm loving it <laughs> so like, much. It's great. So um, and so how, how have you, how has your, I guess your influences changed as you've grown as artists? Like what, <laughs> what, what are some of the people you, you know, you used to listen to, and how has that morphed forward to today? I listen to a lot of the same bands I used to listen to. I've added, like, artists that I'm a big fan of. But, like, I still listen to Chili Peppers. I still listen to, like, Jessica Lee Mayfield is one of my favorite artists of all time. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we all have, like, our, our diehard like, bands that we love yeah. and still listen to. But... Mm-hmm definitely new influences over the years i don't know i feel like this is a question for mario because mario is always bringing like yeah. discovering new music and bringing mm-hmm, it there's one thing i do i i'm always on the hunt for something new and fresh mm-hmm. and but yeah I, for me i go through a lot of phases like when i was like first coming into music i was really into like punk and metal for instance so i listened to just that for like years and then after that i was into like weird stuff like gypsy jazz and jazz and uh, like odd folk and then 
I was into like for a long, long time for like years. I got into hip hop because I had never listened to hip hop until I was like 20, and then I just like devoured it, and that was all I listened to forever. And these days, I'm actually getting into a lot more like um like standard instrumentation band music, like just like a band getting together singer songwriter type stuff. Like I've been really into that recently. It like it just changes. It changes with like the seasons and it changes with time. Like I, I have mm-hmm. a thousand influences, so that's the thing. Though. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think I've, like, shifted into being, like, I definitely was um, very much into, like, bands and everything, but um, I feel that I've shifted more into just, like, enjoying different songs by different artists and not being so, like, dead set and, like, loyal to a genre or, like, a band. Um, So I used to be listening to, like, indie rock and rock and that sort of thing for the most part, and now I find I'm really enjoying just uh listening to a lot of pop and actually a lot more pop even like r&b and stuff so i find like just like yeah i really like um hearing what everybody around me is kind of listening to um i think that's like a a good um way to just expand because or else i would just listen to my same garbage playlist (laughs) (laughs) word And I mean, you you guys started out not started out, but the the band evolved out of um, Mira. How how have you guys grown out of what was that band into what you are now? I think honestly, like a big part of it, and I see smiles. It's funny. Uh, I think that a big part of it really is just that before we were all kind of like dedicated to our roles in the band and like mm. we, we were we were a band like we had a guitarist we had a drummer we had a bassist we had a keyboardist we had a singer and that's what we worked with and that's like the music we made was very reflective of that and like sometimes we would bring in a synthesizer and that was like pretty much it but now like every song we kind of just take apart and like look at what it really is and like if we want to have like real drums, we'll put in some real drums or whatever. If we want to have like crazy hard bass, that's like trap bass or whatever, we can have that. But like, it's just a matter of now we just take it apart and think of what each song would be best as. And uh, like Carol said, we don't really think too hard about like what genre we're going to be making or like, and like what Shady said, at the end of it, we always just end up spitting out something that's us now. Whereas before we were kind of trying to make music that fit a band, I feel like. I think you're like kind of nailing it. It's like so much more like centered on like just literally like the song. Like if we get together, we're jamming some kind of like an idea. Like the focus is on, yeah, just like the song. And I feel like each of our roles kind of like changes within the creative process. Like often from song to song, even like, yeah, it's just way more centered around the actual, just like the creative strictly and less of like, I'll play this thing, you play that thing, and I'll do this. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. or like we need part A, part B, part C. It's just like, mm-hmm. like fluid now, less rigid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the next song we're going to put out, there's like whale samples and stuff like that. You know, it just whatever works. <laughs> there is. And it's like two minutes long. You know, it's yeah, two minutes whale samples. It's just like a two minute, it's just a two minute song or two minutes yeah, of whale awesome. samples. <laughs> well, oh, you can find out. It's a collab with David Edinburgh. November twenty sixth. <laughs> oh my god. And I, I mean, I haven't had the chance to have three people on here and like a full band in a while, especially since this whole shit show of twenty twenty started. So how have how have you all kind of come together? Because you you must have been used to spending a lot of time together and hanging out and writing and being able to be in the same room and hash out music and work on song ideas. How has that had to shift now with not being able to see each other? I mean, that like, okay, there's no denying. There's always like a certain kind of energy when you're like in a room together, like on the spot, but also like to kind of like the point that Mario was making earlier, like literally we don't, have to be in the same room like creatively it's nice i prefer it but like over quarantine it's like mario sends a track we all record our parts 
like I mess around with the top line, whatever. Like we just send ideas back and forth. Like it's really not like, yeah, again, like the energy is obviously like different when you're in a room together, but also like we don't have to be in the same room to like be creative together and like hash out ideas. Mm -hmm. So it sucks because I just like don't like rules. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be together. But really, it's like, okay, it's not like, oh, my God, like, we've written so many songs, like, since March, when everything kind of like started happening, like, it hasn't like, stopped us from like, moving forward creatively. It's just like, yeah. different. But yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice, because like, we'll get like the ball rolling on an idea. And then um, when we like, we had a couple of ideas that were kind of like, just starting to um, be shaped into songs. And then uh, when we were able to get together again, we kind of worked on those. And, and I kind of forget how many songs we have sometimes. <laughs> but it's nice we get them started and then come back to them. And it's uh, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. it a lot of music. One thing that we're really lucky to is that we're all modern musicians and we all have, we're all able to record our parts to an extent and send them back and forth. Like, <laughs> If none of us, if one of us or any of us didn't have anything to record on and send back and forth, it'd be a bit harder for sure. That's but true. That's true. Luckily, we all have stuff. Like we all have little rigs at our home and have a studio and whatnot. And mm -hmm. th that that's actually a great um, point you bring up is how do you guys how do you record and send it to and does does Mario get everything and kind of piece it in or how does that process go now without being able to to you know do it all together? Generally, once we get together, yeah, we send. We, I have all the tracks, and I'll we'll put it all together and whatnot. But often, I'll just like take the whole like demo that I have and send it over to Sadie, and she'll add a top line over, and then Kara listen to it, and she can add stuff to that. And it's more a matter of just adding on to one bass track, mm -hmm. which, like, because we're just doing demos for these. Like, if it was we're going to make a recording, it'd be totally different. But we're happy to make trashy demos. We're one of those bands. <laughs> And so you you said you've written, I guess, a lot since um, the the whole first lockdown and then summer and then last lockdown. How many songs do you have kind of not ready to go, but how many songs you have demoed at this point? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like at, least, at least 20. I don't know. Maybe more. 30. Yeah. I don't keep that. Like, it seems like a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Between even stuff that we haven't touched yet, like demos I've sent you guys of just like guitar. Oh, gee. Between that and your tracks and tracks we've collaborated on, like already, we've got like, yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot. And we have some, like, before quarantine hit, we write a lot. So, like, yeah, we had demos from even before quarantine. Like, I guess like the way that we work is we demo as much as we possibly can and like ideally it'll get like flushed out with a producer so like, in our city we work with Pharaoh and uh, he just like gets our sound <laughs> and he's awesome so he like he produced Crystalline and Horror Movie and then we actually went to LA like November of last year so like pretty much like coming up on a year ago and we recorded 12, 12 songs out there so yep. Our next single is one of the ones that we did in LA with a producer named Nico. And then we did a couple with him, but we worked with like a different producers. So yeah, like in terms of just demos we have from quarantine, like who knows? Endless. I would say 30, maybe more. That's the answer. Like you said. So you guys have, you said you had 12, um, 12 recorded from when you went to LA and worked with different producers. Mm -hmm. Is this coming out? Are you guys just um, kind of doling out single by single or is there a whole album kind of that'll eventually go out? We're going single by single. Oh yeah. Waterfall, waterfall system, whatever they call it. <laughs> We're singles upon it. We're just excited to like put music out and mm -hmm. like I think I'm not like against the idea of an album, but until like like personally I feel like until we have like some concept that we're like really interested in exploring for like a full album, like I 
I have no problem putting singles out. Like we've worked with different people. Like we know ourselves. We know what we're like after creatively. Like I just think, yeah, we're just excited to collaborate with different people and just put out as much music as possible. Cause we had a nice chunk of time where we really didn't release much music. Mm. <laughs> it's not the yeah. best. So. Also, the singles just kind of speak to how like we've been writing music recently, and every song is its own contained piece. So like I'm happy to do that. Like like you said, like it's not part of the grand vision. So we might yeah. as well put it out a single. Yeah, yeah. And do you guys do you, do you kind of think that's the way? At least that's the way I see it. How it's been lately is um, a lot more bands or artists are a lot more single oriented rather than kind of like putting out this whole album where maybe two or three songs are going to be good and cohesive. And then the rest of the album is kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm happy things have gone this way where there's more like quality content. <laughs> I like that. Like the more actual good stuff we can have, the better. And I'm, I'm fine with tearing down the bad stuff. It's nice. And now it's just how the, like uh, the industry rewards artists. Now, like we have, there's far more incentive to just put single after single rather than album because like it's so much marketing and so much promotion into this one project and like it can either live or die but with singles you can actually like keep it steady and like try different things and you're always you can you can navigate it a little bit easier by releasing singles rather than doing full album releases mm -hmm. and so yeah. you you just released uh crystalline on november 6th brand new video brand new well, well, single um and you worked with our good friend marty how did yeah. how did you decide to because i mean marty is phenomenal and he's he's come so so far in his his video producing and editing and everything how did you guys decide that he he was the guy that you want to work with i mean he's just kind of like on our team like he's worked with type and hat a lot on and off in the past and like our management company and he um does videos for like other artists that our manager manages so he's just kind of like in our bubble and it was kind of like not really a question i don't think it was like yeah, yeah we have we're doing a video like marty's doing the video like here we go <laughs> like he was super on board and excited about like the ideas we had and we've been talking about, actually, I was thinking about this, like, for years, we've been talking about doing a video with Marty. Like, when we put out um, Breaking My Skin, he sent us, like, a whole video treatment, but we didn't have any budget. We didn't have, like, really any resources to get a video going. But, yeah, like, we've been talking about working together for, like, years now. So it was just kind of, like, inevitable. We also, he also did um, a live session videos with us. We did like yes. a live session videos and he did those and they were fantastic. Yeah, they turned out amazing. So yeah, we've worked with him before, not on like an official music video, but on live videos, yeah. And what was the, what was the, uh, the kind of the concept behind the, the new video? Because it, I, I've watched it through a few times and a lot of it, not a lot of it, but a few of them, a few of the scenes and just, I mean, especially the way he cut it and stuff, it really brought me back to like, it's not brought me back to a dark place, but it's very kind of dark, but it always, it also kind of reminded me a little bit of um, like the beautiful people from Marilyn oh. Manson, like just that kind of aesthetic, I guess for me anyway. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I think like, so the original concept we're not even going to touch on, but it was, not like drastically different but the whole kind of like idea was that the music like cues and the music were like kind of like controlling like my physical body i guess in a sense and just like being haunted and because the lyric is like like realize the darkness was me like just like you're i'm just like haunted disoriented like just kind of like sick and like the music is sort of like not guiding that, I guess, in a sense. It was, it's like, we didn't have like this like perfect storyline. It was more of like a kind of like a vibe we wanted to portray, I guess, in the video. So um, yeah, we just kind of like riffed off that idea. And a lot of it, honestly, the day of the shoot, like Marty would be like, oh, we could do this or we could do that. Like we were like really like, it was a, quite a, the creative process. <laughs> like we were really kind of like hashing it out even on the set. So yeah, it was cool. But I think 
to whatever feeling you had when you watched it, like that's the concept. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, is, it is kind of more about like the, yeah, the vibe and just mm-hmm. like, um, like, it, like our concept kind of like changed a couple times and um, I, I feel like it's just about the like how you feel when you're watching it how it feels like if you feel uneasy or or whatever um i like i like that it's um it's not too overly specific but it gives you a certain feeling of being in in a weird space or yeah weird like headspace weird whatever and we even like um I wanted it to have, like, authentic, I guess you could say, elements. So, like, me waking up in my headphones, like, actually, that was funny. On the set, I'm like, I'm going to wear my headphones because, like, you know when you wake up hungover in your headphones and everyone's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. I, I love getting blackout and falling asleep to music, like, raging. I'm like, okay, well, I wake up hungover in my headphones. So that's what's happening in the video. So it was, like, my headphones. It was, like, my bed sheets and everything those like white boxes are from my bedroom and I even put my little like um jar of mushrooms like behind me which we ended up like accidentally referencing Rosemary's Baby like a lot which was super weird I'd never seen the movie I watched it on Halloween and I was like oh my god I was sending like screen grabs and videos and being like holy shit because like the whole concept is like she's like slowly getting like drugged and poisoned by these like neighbors in this apartment and like she's disoriented and she like doesn't know why she's having all these visions and like the dizziness and like yeah it's just like the vibe of that movie is kind of like what we were going for i guess like are you possessed are you haunted is it all in your head is it the drugs is it the hangover (laughs) like what is it just an overall like darkness i guess And so with the next single, are you guys, are, when, when is the, uh, the planned release for that one? And also, November 26th. and also something I should have asked before, when you mentioned the whale sounds, how, <laughs> like, how did that, how did that happen? Other than whales sound beautiful, but. <laughs> it's very interesting because it's, uh, it was Nico, our producer's idea. And he specifically got these like really, really high quality whale sample sounds that he was showing us. And he made like the kick drum out of one. I think it was this song. It might have been the other one we did with them, but I'm pretty sure it was this song. And it's like it's a really interesting sound that a whale makes when it like swallows this like bassy guttural sound and it uses it as a kick drum. It's in- it's incredible. It's like no kick drum I've ever heard before. And at one point he was like, So like I'm rolling with this kick drum, are you guys cool with it? Like it is a whale, just so you know. And we're like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the thing about him, too, was he literally, Nico, we'd never met him before. We went to work with him, and he just, he literally told us he looked at our promo photo, and he made some, like, started tracking a couple, like, demos, like, based on (laughs) the vibe of our promo photo. Like, I just wanted to, like, look at you guys and, like, get the feeling. And he nailed it, so... It was cool starting songs off that way. Like, yeah, like, he just, like, created those loops, and then we went from there. So that was really cool um, going into, like, songwriting with someone we didn't know that way. That was really sweet. Yeah. He was a great person to work with. Was that one of the first times, because this was down in L.A., right? Yeah. Was this one of the first times you actually went into the the studio with a producer? You had no clue who they were? No. No. For us. <laughs> oh, there's a fight. <laughs> that was well, amazing. Sadie's used to this. She goes down to LA and she writes songs and it's it's fantastic. <laughs> but I was gonna say, so I like I I go down there to do writing with different producers. So like I had met people that I didn't know. Like I do sessions with people I don't know all the time. However, a lot of the sessions that we had set up as a band, I'd worked with the producers previously, but Nico, I had not. So we all met him like fresh, like day one. Oh, okay. None of us had met him. Let's go. So yeah, that was a totally new experience for all of us together. And is it, and, and I mean, as all of you together, is it ever kind of overwhelming to put your, your, your song in the hands of somebody you don't know and you've never met before? Or are you just hoping the process is going to like, it's going to work. No, because if we hate it, we just don't fucking put it out. So I'm <laughs> Yeah. 
it's only bad when it's something that we care about that we, we work with someone and then we don't like that somebody. That's the only thing. And it's only happened once to me. And I won't say who. Oh, yes. like that mofo. The hot, hot tea. Should, yeah. But usually not- if you work with someone and it doesn't vibe, like, they don't vibe with you either. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like we didn't like them. It's like they're like, yeah, this probably isn't going to be a thing again. But it's yeah. like that's what happens when you go in and out of creative situations. So... And is it also yeah. is, is it awkward being stuck in a studio with someone when it's like that and it's just like you're you're just pulling teeth and you're trying to just it's like let's get this fucking day done because I want to go get blackout and pass out with my headphones on. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't I don't think it's awkward I think it's just like you kind of know if things aren't going super well and like you said Mario like it doesn't it's not like it happens like a lot it's mm-hmm. just kind of like a rare thing where it's just like nothing really comes out of it but. I don't know. It's never a waste. Like, just kind of is is that way? Goes that way? Yeah. It's too bad. I don't get blackout every night, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And and do you guys do you have a um? Are you going to be releasing videos for the next few singles as well, or are they just going to be like standalone audio singles? We were planning a video shoot for the next single, but then obviously with COVID, everything's Mm -hmm. like on hold but we haven't like scrapped the video we actually had to like build props for it and stuff and like they're sitting in mario's basement so we will shoot the video <laughs> as soon as you know the world Smartens as soon as up. time time in the world allows i don't know i don't even know what to, what we're waiting on but we're waiting <laughs> forever <laughs> and then but we're like finally in a position to be able to to create videos so i think that's what like crystalline was so special to film and put out because um we we really went all out with it and um so i think the hope is that we'll be creating a lot more videos for um our upcoming singles and it's just like such it's such a privilege to be able to be in that position to create like nice visuals to go with the music so that's really exciting yeah we just gotta hit pause because shit is hitting the fan and it's not safe so mm-hmm. we all want to and yeah so we shall wait we shall wait but yeah hopefully hopefully more videos i Mm -hmm. I hope that we have a use for those like seven foot long eggs that we made yeah we literally made eggs (laughs) (laughs) like human sized eggs (laughs) and so i'm gonna go um, around the around the the room here and i'm i'm just interested to know what you miss the most about uh i guess playing live oh god everything yeah <laughs> who wants to start mary do you want to start uh sure um i'd say what i miss the most is just the feeling of validation <laughs> honestly when I that's really honest awesome, yeah. like it's as honest as i can be like it felt so good to be able to like create something and then show it to people. And then once you show it to them, they've never heard it before or whatever. They're like, yeah. And they clap for you. That feels so nice. It really feels like you're a musician. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's not that like, that's the like best part of music at all, but playing live, that's one thing I really do miss. Like it, it was nice being a part of a community and all that, but like, it made me feel like I was a musician. <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think, like, I always say, like, one of the best feelings I personally get in, like, being creative at all is, like, those first, like, even, like, the first time you, like, jam through a song either, like, by yourself or if we're, like, oh, yeah, like, this is it. And we're just, like, jamming it in the room. That's, like, the best feeling you can have when something's, like, fresh and new and you're just, like, it's, like, new to you and you're, like, we made this thing. And I feel like performing is almost, like, you get to relive that a little bit because it's, like, then you're, like, presenting the idea. (laughs) to a crowd and you're like hello yeah. like yeah we were excited about this now we're going to show it to you so it's kind of like reliving that like so we get that like creative fulfillment together but like we don't get to like share literally share the music with an audience so i guess that's how i would like sum it up i don't I, it's hard to like sum up it in a sense the hell of a buzz <laughs> it is a hell of a buzz mm-hmm. i miss just how when you're playing through a set, just time passes so differently and you're just kind of 
in this space with your band and it feels it just feels like a different a different dimension in a way and I, I really miss that feeling of being so immersed in the music that nothing else is really existing all you're focusing on is what you're playing and how you're feeling when you're playing it I also just miss that like nervous feeling right when you're about to walk out stage and you're like backstage with your friends your band and then yeah that's just a really special feeling I really miss that I miss the feeling of like community as like Mario said like if you look out into the crowd and you see people that you know or people that come to your shows on like a regular basis I miss that too um but yeah I miss just like performing the music because you relate to to the songs you've written in in a different way Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't miss the nervous feeling. I could live with it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess where where can people, if people want to find out more about the band, um, see the video, where where can people go check out stuff about Flow? We are, I think we're Expo Flow on Instagram, on YouTube, we're just Flow. Basically, you just search up Flow. It's a weird word. So you'll find us on any platform. <laughs> E-F-F-L-O. Mm-hmm. I think we have a website too, but I'm not sure. I think it's, yeah, xoflo.com. I yeah. Instagram I think is probably the best place to keep up with us, though. Yeah, Instagram is like our favorite, so that's where yeah. we're at. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for all sitting down and taking the time to talk to me. It, it was it was wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe at some point I can talk to each one of you individually and we can, I always hate saying it this way because it sounds so cheesy and stupid, but like kind of like dissect your musical journey from like when you kind of started playing music up until now. And I mean, I would love that because I always love learning about people and having, you know, three different voices, especially video and audio. It's, it's, it's tough to, to get that going. Um, but I would love to talk to each one of you individually and kind of learn, you know, where you came from, how you, how you did it, how you got here, how you're continuing to do it. So, but thank you so much for talking to me and I, I can't wait to, to hear the new, the new single, love the video, love the song. Um, it, it'll probably be on a loop for, for a while here. And wow, thank you. <laughs> so you're driving up the views. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, I'll put everything in the description where people can go see it and go listen and go check it out. But thank you very much. I hope you all stay safe and hopefully we'll get to see you live soon. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much. Hoping. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Yeah. Nice talking to you. Well, there you go. There is my conversation with Eflo. Uh, it was great sitting down and talking to all three of those folks. And it, it was great to learn about Eflo. I've, I've seen them a bunch. I've seen SC Mira a bunch, but I've never had a chance to, to talk to, you know, the, the, the folks in the band because I just, I don't know. I'm weird. I, I get in, I get out, I do my job, I leave. I don't know. Maybe I'm antisocial. I don't think I am, but it, it was great to, to sit down and talk to them and kind of meet them as, as much as you can through a Zoom call. Um, but it was great to sit down and, and talk to these folks and learn more about the band and how the band has progressed and evolved and from, you know, from SC Mirror to Eflo. And on um, on that note, I'm going to play three songs like I do all the time. And uh, first up is going to be, what am I going to play first? Uh, let's go with uh, Crystalline or The Crystalline. And that's going to be the first song up you hear. Uh, next up is Reincarnate carnation and then we're going to finish it all off with keep crawling uh yeah thank you for the support thank you for continuing to listen uh we got some good stuff planned for 2021 and like i said off the top of the show check out the wpg.ca we're very happy to be partnered with those folks and be part of their podcast network um just head over to the wpg.ca and check out all their um the podcasts that they have going on over there there's some really great ones check out all their content uh hopefully you know as as things will get better in 2021 you'll see all the events starting to pop up they've got some great writers uh contributing some really good content some original content to the wpg uh, magazine so head over there check it out thank you to everybody else that continues to support the podcast support me 
you know, it's I, I'm like I'm very excited for what 2021 has to offer. And yeah, here you go. Here are the, the songs from Flow.
Don't look at my body.